All right, let's start. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, okay. Hello, everyone. Hey. Welcome to the uh, first episode yep. of NYTT Radio. The official number one. Number, you know. Episode, not podcast. Yeah. We're probably at the bottom. There's a lot out there. Yeah. And if you've chosen to listen to this one, mm. hats off to you. Yeah. Let's apologize up front. Right. And uh, so I want to welcome yep. my... Uh, first guest hi who's also the uh co-host of the show joe hey tell us about yourself all right uh my name is joe joe schultz yeah um local east texan born and raised born and bred how's that going it's all right um i know nothing else yeah so yeah, but you've done some travel. I have traveled a little bit. You've got to, uh, a lot with uh, yours truly. Yeah, we've been to several places. We've seen the world. Yeah, we've and uh, lived to tell about it. Yeah, the and then you've done some travel without me. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't as fun. No, it was uh, neither business nor pleasure. And I think now that we're talking about it, you stabbed me in the back and took our bucket list trip to New York City. Hmm. Without me. Well, if you want to get on the topic of backstabbing. Okay. Um, there's a certain concert one attended without the other one. Don't you dare. Well, I mean, you opened this can. Let's see what's inside. Go ahead. Who did I see that you wanted to see? Uh, T-S-O. I think you know who they are. Joe, it was a long time ago. So was New York. Not that long. Well, what is time? Right. So I thought that for the first episode, we would talk about us. That's a good start. And then why we're here Mm -hmm. and what's next. Yeah. So I moved to the States June 1st, 2005. Yeah. And uh, 15 years old. I was 15 years old. Just a boy. Just a young man. And I went west. Yeah. Go west, young man. Like the preacher cried. Go west. Yeah. Met you a few days later. I remember very, very um, not far from when I moved here did we meet. Mm, I made quite an impression. I don't remember when we met. <laughs> I just know it was uh, uh, very close to my arrival date. Okay. So we moved here. Uh, my dad got a job. He was He's in IT. Uh, at the time, he was doing a lot of online streaming, uh, which was pretty new in 2005. It was not nearly what it is today. Yeah, that's true. Netflix was still, you picked a movie, they mailed it to you. That's right. And then you mailed it back when you were done. Yeah, you were just one to of throw the first, some context. Yeah, you were one of the first I knew using Netflix. Oh, really? In that capacity? Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I was uh, in South Africa, we had this uh, service called CleanFlix. I remember that. And it was, uh, you know, my dad who also loves movies as much as we do. Uh, mm-hmm. He wanted me to see all these films as part of like my upbringing but did not want me exposed to the 
uh, yeah, some perverseness of the, uh, and yeah. uh, language that no eight to nine year old boy should listen to. Anyway, right. so we found this service where you mailed, they uh, pre-edited, they took all the crap out of it, and uh, uh, there I go, just cussing away yep. after all these clean flakes. <laughs> anyway, uh, and yeah, and then you watch it, and then Netflix was, so we even, clean flakes was before Netflix for us. Right, so Netflix wasn't even a big deal to you. No, no, hmm. yeah. Anyway, uh, so we met, how did we meet? Do you remember? Take me back to the yesteryear. Well, let's see. Uh, 2005, um, I would have also been almost 15, just about to turn. Um, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the kids I was around um, had kind of a community of uh, families. Yeah, so we went to the same church. Yeah. And uh, we're kind of part of the same youth group. Right. It was, what, about 20, 25 teenagers yeah i would say so 13 to 18 yeah kind of middle and high school those yeah. ages yeah. um and we would do a lot of um kind of catering and serving events um uh, headed up by one guy that we knew uh, his name was reese and um very quickly after you arrived he got you in into helping with those right um, yeah yeah he had a catering company excuse me that he used a lot of the youth uh, to wash dishes and do all kinds of menial tasks uh, that did not require a lot of responsibility. Um, and yeah. so we were kind of part of that. And it was fun. It was it was some great memories. Yeah, good education, kind of how to, you know, how to hold yourself in, uh, Absolutely. in a less casual, a more formal situation. Yeah. That was a huge part of it, what I took back from was the etiquette that he right you know, he exactly was, he was serving these events that were just you know astronomical prices yeah we seven were in, course yeah, dinners yeah for, we were in tuxedos mm-hmm. uh, very very prestigious uh catering uh events and for the first couple of years we weren't allowed in front of anyone because we were so young and immature and laughing right. and cutting up but that's where we met yeah yeah, uh, so probably doing dishes at three in the morning. Setting I remember up the a lot tables, of dishes breaking down, stuff like that. A lot of dishes, yeah. Yeah. So we met uh, doing one of those. It was probably a wedding, I think. Yeah, I um, think the that one sounds we met right. At. Yeah. And you were a different guy back then. I was. I'm not the the person you see before before you now. Yeah. Uh, for those that can't see him, he's right in front of me. Yeah. He sees me quite well. <laughs> And uh, should we define our relationship? I suppose so. Do we need to have that talk? You want to have the talk? Uh, it's too late. <laughs> We're in too deep. Uh, for those yeah. questioning, I am happily married to my bride, not Joe. Right. She will often say, You have to pick one. You cannot, like. Yeah. Going to a movie, she will say, you either pick me to go with or Joe. Yeah. You're not going to see it twice. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. Right. She she doesn't like hanging out with me, so that's why she gives them the ultimatums. Yeah. Sure. I don't think that's the case. I no, think it's more uh, you just are a horrible friend. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't prove... 
that she does like me. <laughs> yeah. But, well, you've known her longer than I've known her. Yeah, we grew up together. Yeah. Uh, even um, homeschooled together. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. A few Another uh, not so typical thing about us: we were both homeschooled. Yeah. So very true. That's something we can dig into. Yeah. And um, cry about. Yeah. Apparently, Still. we missed out on a lot. I'm not sure what we missed out on, though. Absolutely. I've yeah. never been shanked at school. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. I'm glad I missed out on that. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. So we met through your sister. Now that I think about it, it was a little bit of a gap between when I got to the States and when I met you. It wasn't so... Like uh, within the same week? Yeah. I think it was a little bit further. Because probably two or three weeks after I came to the States, I went on a... Uh, like quick trip to Colorado Springs and your sister was on that trip. There's probably seven or eight okay, of us. Yeah. And so I got to know her and we became friends. And then I guess she came home raving about me. I wouldn't say raving. Um, despite that being true, I just don't like to talk about that. Uh, yeah. So she, um, she would tell me about uh, how interesting this guy from South Africa was. And I knew about you. I knew that you had come. Everyone uh, in the church kind of knew y'all were uh, going to be moving here. Um, but what stood out to me, um, she emphatically um, declared, you know, how funny she thought you were. A very different sense of humor, I guess. Which... Um, Growing up, I felt I had already established myself as... You had the corner. I I thought I I had the hill. Yeah. I was king of that hill. Yeah. At least locally, I felt like. That local hill of radius. comedy. Yeah. You know, yeah. At least in the family dynamic. Gotcha. Um, and you guys are pretty tight-knit family. We are pretty tight, yeah. And so when... Especially you know, her and I, um, being similar uh, personalities. Very much so. Kind of yeah. introverted. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we stuck together pretty well. So when... So when some new guy comes into town... Right. Um, that's usually fine. New people are allowed to come, but they're not allowed to be the funniest, at least in my family's eye. Yeah. So... So I kind of came into meeting you with that sort of competitive, you know, I think I'm funnier than this guy, mm -hmm. most likely. Did I'm going to prove it wrong. Like, did you have some material prepared for I me? I probably did. I do that often. Yeah, that's weird. So, so do I. Yeah, I consider conversations that might take place in the future. Absolutely. And I plan All my All the time. All the time. And, and it never goes that way. You, and you can't force it. No. So you got to sit and wait, and it can take years. So I love, and you're probably going to hear throughout this whole podcast, if we do 200 episodes, there's probably going to be a Seinfeld oh, yeah. comment on every episode. I hope you like Seinfeld. And when George is trying to get the guy to talk about the shrimp <laughs> so that he can place the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It, it just, like, would not happen. Yeah. That's... Please unfortunately, we're both George. Yeah. Okay, good. And it takes that, that dedication 
for good comedy. Yeah. I will follow the dedication to get a line through and get a bit done <laughs> to the T. You have to commit. Come hell or high water. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, so yeah. we meet. Yeah, so we meet at the at the wedding or whatever yeah. function we yeah. were serving together. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but we never got paid during the summer. That. Yeah, we would work these events and functions and help do dishes and set mm-hmm. up and break down, and we were too young to be on a W two or or kind of get any kind of right uh, above the ground above board compensation. But at the end of the summer, uh, he would pay for everyone to go to Florida oh, or yeah. a Groups ski of trip. Twenty people, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he would just you know, I can't legally pay you, but. I'll yeah. take you on vacation and spoil you guys rotten and Yeah. And great couple. Man, they, they give yeah. a lot and no hard feelings about nothing. No, and never I never felt bad. Yeah, and I think we just forgot that we were working. We were having so, so much, much fun, fun enjoying being up at three AM. Yeah, breaking down tables, yeah. doing dishes. Yeah. Um, um some very good memories yeah. doing that. And that's probably part of how we became really good friends, I think. Absolutely. Being forced it's a very late uh, working atmosphere. Delirious. Very delirious. Um, Trying to make as many jokes as we could, make everyone laugh. Yeah. Um, do you have that need to make people laugh? Oh, yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. I feel like that's my that's my thing. Right. And if I don't have that thing. You're very witty mm. and quick, you know, on your feet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so... I think likewise. Yeah, I think we've always been able to strike and ignite. We've always been able to feed off of each other and I I've found I do best when I have someone to feed off of. I can't generate the stuff myself. Yeah. And so you're so good at performed or No, we're not we're not professional comedians or improv. We may not even be funny. (laughs) (laughs) We make each other laugh. And that's where it stops. Yep. We've literally put ourselves on an island. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks we're weird <laughs> in this kind of love-hate relationship. Yeah. And we just think they're all laughing at us. Yeah. We think it's because we're funny. Right. Hopefully. And they just see the truth. Yeah. All right. So we meet. We kind of... We go to school together. We go to high school. Yeah. Um, we were kind of part of this co-op homeschool group and so we saw each other every day we were still still considered homeschooled it was just with five other private school setting almost but yeah 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 a very small school so our class was like eight people i think our graduating class was seven people eight people it's very small yeah so yeah we spent you know all day every week together and then we spent all our nights Hanging out at your house, probably. Yep. Do you remember uh, studying for economics tests? Yeah. And the way that we would memorize the questions. Oh yeah, because he would kind of give um, like a, a preview or, or pretest, yeah. and, and usually those were the same questions, or it's very <laughs> yeah. similar. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't tell too many people that. The only reason we passed tests is we got the test twenty four hours later. Right. But that is the truth. 
And we find it's these like weird ways to remember the questions and make up all these different mnemonics and abbreviations and Oh, okay. I kind of remember that. Do you have an example? No. Mm. I just remember us studying, quote unquote, and just cracking up laughing over each line because of how we come up with something. Oh, yeah. And then the next day we're taking the test and laughing. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. So we graduated. (laughs) We made it through. We have a diploma. It's legit. Yeah. It's um, real. Homeschool is real, y'all. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. I I love that. I I yeah, do I think don't. that there's this um, stereotype that homeschoolers sure. are very socially awkward and uh, grow up to build dioramas or yeah, um, and miniature. perhaps there's some evidence to that. I, there's a lot that does not help me with what I'm about to say, uh-huh. but I think that. A lot of us came out of that mm-hmm. into society, varying uh, varying amounts of preparedness. Yeah, and we've done okay. Yeah, I think we're doing all right. Yeah, the fact we're holding a conversation says we didn't do too bad. Right. <laughs> That's a low bar, but <laughs> sure, <laughs> we can talk again. You and I in a closed room with no one around us, and we're doing okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what did you say that you had no idea what you were going to do with your life after high school, through high school? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which I think is a common issue. Um, uh, so, for me, um, I was often, I guess, it was assumed by a lot of uh, parents or teachers that's right. Me, yes. That um, I was intelligent and was going to achieve great things. Yeah. Lots of pressure that you were going to be the one that escaped the small town and gone on to be a brain surgeon. Yeah. Literally, I, I think they wanted you to be a doctor. I think so too. If not a doctor, then something else that would win a Nobel or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Something big. And so, yeah. So most of high school was just trying to figure out. Which one of those jobs, engineer, architect, doctor? Yeah, that's funny you say architect because my whole childhood, I would just tell people that I wanted to be an architect just to shut them up. Oh, you just pick a high-paying job. Just pick something that they'll be like, oh, good, he's okay. Yeah. There's enough here to... He's going to make it. Yeah, I can leave him alone. Yeah. And then I had no, I had no idea what it meant to be an architect. I wasn't really strong at math. Uh, and I just, I think I knew an architect. And so I knew that he had this cool job with no hours. He didn't like go to an office eight to five and he yeah. had this big design table, yeah. uh, draftsman's table. So you picked of those high payer jobs, you picked the one that looked the most appealing to you, at least at the time. Yeah. I, yeah. again, watched a couple movies where there's a character and he was an architect mm-hmm. and you know, he probably drove a nice car check i'll do it yeah so that's what i told people yeah where you on the other hand uh they 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 pushed you a little more i think so Didn't yeah did you take a test someone wanted you to yeah um in fact the same guy who uh ran all those catering events um he 
I think it still to this day holds yeah holds me in high Believes regard the world of you yeah yep. uh so he he actually pulled me out of class one day to to take an iq test online yep. just to and it was a legit why. test it, it was wasn't a legit a, test it wasn't, it wasn't a like a little thing like a buzzfeed yeah. nowadays it was a legit check your iq i think i was in there for two hours or three hours yeah. taking this test yeah and how'd you do um i I don't remember the exact score, but I'm pretty sure it was in between 130 and 140. Which that's that's it sounds good. Yeah, I which think I guess it's is, okay. I think Mensa is 160. Mm-hmm. Is the we could probably fact check that. Yeah, write that out. Yeah, fact check Mensa. Check, put that on the notes. Yeah, We're but yes. Yeah. So I think that's I think I'm, 20 points below. I mean, I think I'm like above average, which is good, but I'm no. I wouldn't say a paper or a genius on paper. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I wouldn't either. (laughs) I mean, look at us now. Yeah. So. Right. Okay. So the pressure of the world is on you to do something amazing, cure cancer. Yeah. As a start. Right. And do you follow through? What happens? Uh, So I don't follow through. Okay. As you can maybe imagine. Um, I, let's see, what year was it? I, I did think through probably, I would say 11th and 12th grade. I had it in the back of my mind. Maybe I would enjoy being a doctor of some sort. Uh, I think I could go into I remember the, this conversation. Yeah, the medical field yeah. and probably enjoy it. Um, somewhat, I think, bolstered by uh, our love of the show House. Absolutely. Uh, what a great show. Yeah, I still love, love it. it. Yeah, I watch reruns of it all the time. Yeah, I think I own all of you the do. episodes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so he painted a nice picture of... Yeah. Did you buy his same Nikes that he wore? Uh, not the same, as you close custom, as I could find. You custom made a pair. Yeah, Nike used to have that yep. thing. Custom ID yeah, or those, something. Those tennis shoes that had like shock... Yeah, four shock things yep. looking in the back. Yep. That was a big trend. Shocks, shocks. Yeah, that was yep. what they were called. Yep. Yeah, yep. shocks. So yeah, as a tribute to house, yeah. I bought a an expensive <laughs> pair of custom Nike shoes, and you wore them forever. I did. So let's break there. Okay. I graduate high school and am climbing cell phone towers. That's for, right. Yeah. Uh, a wireless ISP. What an odd. Not so typical job. job. Yeah. yeah, loved it. Yeah, I've always been this kind of uh, adrenaline-seeking, uh, fast cars and anything that kind of releases dopamine. Did a lot of surfing. In a lot South of Africa. snowboarding in the in Colorado. A lot of surfing, skateboarding, just all kinds of fun stuff. Anyway, I go to uh, a client's house. The tower was on his land. I go in the house. He's got this big red duffel bag that's uh, got firefighter written all over it. And he was in the oil field and he would work seven days on, seven days off. Well, when he was in town, he was a volunteer fireman. Mm. He started talking to me about it and said, you know, why don't you come and just come to a meeting and see if you like it. So I just think it's a fun thing to do. I'm, you know, 18, 19 years old and, uh, lots of free time so i just go to a meeting and uh 
kind of was there anything he said that drew you is there something that made you think before going to that meeting i think it was that i had no exposure to the fire service no idea of what firemen were like and he was just a regular guy that also Mm. went into burning buildings and so i thought that was obtainable yeah okay um and so i kind of started making meetings and joined this little volunteer department and I, do you ahead. remember you tried to get me to join no the volunteer? did i really oh yeah i think before you signed up i said come do this with me very excitedly one day he come yeah. maybe you called me or the next time we saw each other you're like we're gonna be volunteer firefighters <laughs> <laughs> i've reached the mountaintop yep. and uh, i think i just said no and hung up yeah yeah that sounds about right so if it's my dream i want it to be everyone's dream yeah you don't yeah. want to just experience things you want to share that's right. all those Absolutely. experiences that's with everyone yeah. you know yeah yeah which is why we're doing this exactly yeah yeah so i uh joined the department they send me to this uh week-long school uh to kind of get halfway certified at A&M down in College Station and I leave that week just with this yeah overwhelming sense of this is something I can do this is a career um, it fit a lot of my check boxes so I hate being alone I hate working by myself my productivity I think goes through the roof when I'm on a team project yeah instead of just doing something by myself uh, the schedule is so versatile. I mean, we would do 24 on, 48 off. So worked out about 10 days a month, Yeah, which was appealing. Uh, so, so many different things. And I come back from that. I go to Fire Academy, finish Fire Academy, find out that if I want to be a fireman within about a 100-mile radius of where we live, most fire departments have absorbed the ambulance service and so the ems and the fire are the same department and so i had to become a paramedic did that did that turn you off from the idea was there any reservation no because the instructors in my fire academy were all paramedics okay and so i just thought if i wanted to be like those guys i just had to be a paramedic i didn't know much about what a paramedic did or okay uh it was just a Another it was a prerequisite you had to reach. Yeah, it was a prerequisite to be a fireman. Okay. And so I literally went to the college front desk. I said, apparently to be a fireman, I need to be an EMT. Can I sign up for that, please? Yeah, okay. And that's uh, begin January of 2010, I had started EMT school. Hmm. So going back to your story. Yeah, so 2010... You're working for a paint company. Yeah, the yeah. So I was for working while. for uh, a local, pretty big uh, residential and commercial painting company, um, and I started with them, actually going back to 2004, I think. So the summer before I met you, um, I went out with them during a couple summer jobs, um, and then they just kept asking me to come back. And I worked for them for a total of nine years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're having a conversation about you being a doctor. 
Yeah. And I come up with the idea, why don't you come to EMT school with me again, come to my dreams, right. share my passions. Do you think you were trying to to get me to fall in love with your job? No. Okay. No. I had this I think I had a pretty good idea, which was get your EMT. During that time, you have to do clinicals. You have to spend time in an ER. You have to spend time in an ambulance and a surgery center uh, and kind of be in the medical field without having to commit to 10 years of school. Right. A then low entryway yeah. to see if you can handle yeah. that. Yeah, get field. your toes wet. Yeah. Then my idea was that if you liked it, you would have a job that you could do during mm-hmm. college and med school and, and things like that. So where you were kind of in the medical field, uh, some of the doctors that I knew when I started my clinical experience were doctors that were paramedics all the way to it. Okay, so yeah. that, that, you know, so I just thought it was a good idea and you could, you know, be around sick people and see. Yeah. See how well I handle that. Yeah. How'd it yeah. go? Um, I am not a doctor <laughs> or a paramedic. You're welcome. At this time, I saved you so half a million dollars. You did, and eight years minimum. Yeah. Of my life. Yeah. So yeah, great idea. I I owe you <laughs> for saving a large waste of time. Uh, I did not like it like I thought I would. Let's just be honest. You do not like being around people. Yeah. You, I don't like... Yeah. 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 You just... You're a very introvert, right? You don't need people. When I met you, you were yep. literally sitting in your uh, bedroom doing nothing. Yeah, most nights. And I would come and pick you up, and I was just not going to have it. I wasn't going to be okay with the fact that you were just not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, so he'd... Nearly every night, I think, you would call me or pick me up yeah. to do anything. Yeah. Even if it was just go to your house and watch TV yeah. or cook something. Right. Uh, yeah, we did that a few long. times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you would not let me stay alone. No. Um, there's that. Uh, but going back to um, the not becoming a doctor... Uh, through those clinical rotations, I found out probably halfway through that experience, uh, this is not something sustainable for my <laughs> happiness. I, I didn't like, like you said, I don't like talking to people, especially strangers. Yeah, comforting. Uh, you got to be very comforting. You have to take a lot of verbal abuse. Yeah. Um, you have to see just a lot of people at their worst. Yeah. That's not a fun thing for anyone. And it's not, there was no reward high enough for me to stay in that yeah. field. So, yeah, uh, I, so I completed the basic training, um, summer of 2010. Uh, immediately following that, we both were in our intermediate year yeah. of paramedic. So EMT basic, at the time there was EMT basic, EMT intermediate, and then EMT paramedic. And mm-hmm. I think the whole journey for in our college was two and a half years from nothing to paramedic right so you did emt basic on your own yep after i did you i think i took the summer off and you did it in that summer yeah and then we started the fall together starting 
uh, EMT intermediate. Yeah. Which, Which was fun. We had a, I don't regret it at all. Yeah, we had a great time. Really great. Once again, we got to see each other because there was a period after high school we didn't see each other every day. Yeah. And so it was fun yeah. to be together every day. We would ride together yeah. to school. I remember that. 40 minutes to school and yeah. back. Yeah. Um, it was a shame we couldn't do some, you know, uh, EMT rides together. That would have well, been fun. Well, you're always welcome to... Uh, well come by and it would have been fun i'll let you do whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah so i continue paramedic yeah. school and uh finish i loved clinicals i i mean they mm-hmm. just solidified what i wanted to do and uh the camaraderie and you know and i think you had some really weird clinical experiences some of the station guys that you oh yeah met, yeah so so there is like a uh, six stations in town eight i think six that they recommended oh we would, yeah yeah we would there do rides four, on four four ambulances four yeah four ambulances that we could uh ride on um and they were like eight hour shift um and our instructor recommended um during the summer of my basic training this one station that was just kind of down the road and so i figured it was going to be the best one i would i would get it stick with it and it's this one of the smallest stations in town and the the shift that i got was just you know six to seven foot jocks (laughs) um and for some context i'm i'm about five seven um a short very short and very young looking yeah um, and so at the time I was 20, I looked about 15, 12, 12 or 15, 12, I say 15, Yeah. 12. Okay. Um, and so essentially I'm this 12 year old, right. Riding on an ambulance with the jocks, gorillas, they Huge. were, yeah. So the, the, uh, crew that you rode out with were known as the Spartans. They were all these. That's fitting. Yeah, they were. They just watched Three Hundred so many times, and they were the whole crew was just workout crazy, CrossFit nuts. They, you know, just yeah, protein shakes and bros and uh, yeah, and so you just got put in the cage with these guys. Oh man, did they? Did they? Uh, were they welcoming at all? Did they help you? Did they? Uh. They were somewhat welcoming. I think it was kind of a novelty for them having this kid. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, most of the firemen, at least at that station, they, they didn't look highly on having these You're right. students come and ride with them. And and the big reason is because we'd have these students come, uh, and I say we because, you know. Yeah, you're now, now there. Yeah. But we've got these students that come and literally sit down and do nothing for 8 to 12 hours. Yeah. And so there's a draw. If you want to learn, mm-hmm. we'll teach you and spend time with you, but you're going to have to draw it out. Yeah. And so there's just so many that don't. And and I think had I done some morning to afternoon shifts, I would have got the opportunity to help out more. Gotcha. I always rode nights. That's right. And so three to 11. Three to yeah. 11. Yeah. And so all of the guys in between calls, they weren't doing it. They were just watching TV. Yeah. One guy would cook. We would all eat. Yeah. And so there wasn't anything to do. It was just me. They weren't welcoming for me to sit on their 
living room furniture. I sat yep. at the table yep. alone. Yep. Just a mixture of dreading and hoping for those bells to go off. <laughs> so that we could get so, out of this place. Yeah, just something to break the awkwardness. Uh, so that was my experience. Um, <laughs> so mine was, I go to my first clinical and in you know a town of i think it's about a hundred thousand yeah um and i walk through the door hadn't met anyone yet the instructors uh from my fire academy uh all work in this department and mm-hmm. i walk through the door and i just had this hit me you're i want to work here mm. this is where i want to be a light bulb moment yeah and so i just kind of treated every clinical from that point as a job interview and i loved the you know the uh a type uh yeah. personalities and um you know i kind of mixed in well with all of that and so i would do morning and night i would do doubles i would do seven to three and three to eleven the same day oh yeah so i would just get the full experience i would wash the trucks with them and sweep and mop the station and just kind of immerse myself into it um and so it was the same probably the same crew dynamic but just we just received it differently right and i think because you knew this is what you wanted to do you were approaching your clinicals as yeah excited to be there i was still in the mindset thinking i'm going to be a doctor i'm not going to be here yeah kind of feeling like a waste of time very out of my element, so I was dreading every shift. Yeah. So how far in did you know, okay, I'm not doing this. I'm not getting in the medical field. Um, it was actually, it was probably over halfway through my experience because there was that dread through most of the clinical rotations, but it was always filtered through, well, I'm not going to be doing this. So this okay. is just a stepping stone. Okay. Um, I was still thinking, I'm going to go to med school. Right. It's going to be different as a doctor. Okay. And so it wasn't until, I think, the intermediate when we started doing some more ER rotations in the emergency room that I started to get a feel for the hospital environment. And that's what kind of led me to to realize I didn't want to do this. Wow. Yeah. So. So that's kind of 2010. Yeah, 2010 through 2011. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I was I just got engaged the first part so yeah so late 2010 uh, I started uh, dating my now wife mm-hmm. and my grandmother had recently uh, immigrated to Australia she had gotten remarried yeah that's they, right and they had moved to Australia and she calls us up one day and says hey I want to send you guys, I want to fly you over to Australia and, and, you know, let's have vacation and get the whole family back together. It had been five years since I had seen my mom's sister and her kids and my cousins and my aunt, and probably three years since I'd seen my grandmother. She had come over uh, one time to Texas. Um, And so probably pretty quickly after she sent us this invitation i called her back and i said hey can i bring a buddy of mine yeah uh and <laughs> again you're just getting drug along yeah 
and I said, hey, do you want to go to Australia? And you've been working since 13, and the cheapest person I know, yeah, just like, yeah, I can afford a $2,000 yeah. plane ticket. And you said, yeah, let's go. Yeah, I was actually... Which I was surprised. I was surprised. <laughs> if it was anyone else, I don't think I would have agreed to it, yeah. at least not that quickly. Right. Um, but like you said, you'd spend a lot of time with my family. That's my mom true. Yeah, we hadn't talked very, about that. Yeah, my mom and dad were very... Uh, very welcoming. Very friendly with yeah. all my friends. Mm-hmm. My house was always the hangout spot. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, and so everyone just... My parents just kind of yeah. yelled at and enjoyed and cooked for and just yeah. made everyone feel welcome. And not just you and your sister's friends, but they were also big into entertaining all of their friends. So very social family. Um, yeah, very so much so. So that's interesting we, to be around, yeah. which was the opposite of my family. Yeah. We were always networkers. Even, you know, even I, I can remember. And it was, oh, yeah. it was a even a cultural thing that I see different now is a lot of people, like if you come over for dinner, you call it and schedule it and kind of put it together and, you know, we'll do it on this day. I don't remember any of that. I just a lot of the time we'd have people knock on the door and it would be, uh, you know, friends of my parents and it was, really? yeah. And it was, Hey, I just needed to drop off something and then drop off something turned into let's have tea. And then you just, wow. want, you just want to stay for dinner. And that's how it happened every time. That's so different. Very much. So we had a pretty big family room. So we had a pool table and we had a pool. And so it was just, We've always entertaining people. Yeah. And so having you just come along with us on our family vacation just wasn't really a big deal. And you were either going to slot in to the way that we did it. Right. Or you were just going to be on your own. Right. And, you know, it just kind of. Yeah. Our friendship had been pretty close before that. So you just, we just knew that it wasn't going to be a big deal. Yeah. And it wasn't the first time we'd crashed a, someone else's vacation. Right. Yeah. I think was it the the year before? Yeah, it must have been. That yeah, we crashed uh, my parents' anniversary trip to D.C. Yeah, Virginia and D.C. Yeah, and we tagged along. We just said, yeah, we'll go with you. <laughs> we they did not. They were tired of our banter. Again, yeah. a failed audience. Tough crowd. Your yeah. parents. Yeah, I think they would say differently about. I know they would failed, but. Yeah, we, especially the D.C. part, we ran all the way around that city. Yeah. And we had a day. We only were there for a day. Yeah. And we were going to see it all. Every spot we wanted to see. And do you know? Do you remember why? Because of that movie. National Treasure. National Treasure. It's we a, had to see every this, location. Yeah. I think every event in our life is probably yeah. from a movie. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All our desires. Yeah are fueled by what we see in film. That's right. Yeah. All right. So 2011, we go to Australia and we were there for five weeks. Yeah. Had a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to see a lot. Went to uh, Surfer's Paradise on the Gold Coast. Yeah, that's right. Spent a week there. Mm-hmm. Great city. Yeah. Very uh, different yeah. to what I was used to. Yeah. Miami-ish. Yeah. Kind of. Feel. My my only real beach experience was Destin, Florida, which is yeah very different yeah. to Miami. Even. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that was great. Spent a week there. Yeah. My my grandparents lived in uh, Coffs Harbor, 
Mm-hmm. It's like a New South Wales area. A few hours south of Gold Coast. I could not tell you. Yeah. Where it is on a map, yeah. but we were there. Yeah, we um, did it. And then you and I and my parents. I think my sister stayed behind. Yeah, I think so. Is we went to Sydney for three days. Three days. And that is a town. I love that place. Yeah. Just what amazing vibe and environment and... Interesting architecture, too. Absolutely. Even outside of the opera house. Oh, the design was just incredible. Yeah. Um, and we actually... I remember we got to go to Sydney Fire Station Number 1. That's right. And it was this beautiful old building. Yeah. Uh, and it was huge. There was, I forgot about yeah. that. And so that was, that was really cool. I think I still have some pictures from that. Anyway. Yeah. So we go there get in a flash flood and yeah get on stuck, our way back get stuck cannot make it back to Coffs Harbor sleep in the van one night uh, make our way back we were supposed to go to New Zealand I think two days later but there was a volcano in Chile yeah that, uh, too much smoke in the air yeah prevented all flights yeah. in and out of everywhere I mean I think yeah the, I think a lot of the international travel was shut down yeah so that gets canned. We go to Great Barrier Reef, and that also didn't happen for some reason. Yeah. We got to see it. We just didn't get in it. I really don't remember that part. Yeah. It was on our way out. We were going to do Great Barrier Reef and then make our way back to the airport and fly out. Okay. Because my sister stayed in Australia. She was going to do oh, yeah, that's about right. three, four months. She was going to just work and live in Australia. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and she can. She is. Um, she's got traveled down. She will go anywhere. Knows how to do it. She's. She have a lot of information on that stuff. Hmm. Um. But then we get back from Australia and we kind of started drifting. I think I still had college well, to you finish. Were, you right when you came back. I mean, you were newly engaged before. Yeah, I got engaged going. like two weeks before we left. Yeah, for five weeks. Uh, so you were going back to your fiance. Yep. And then planning for your wedding. Yep. And when did you move to Dallas? That wasn't until uh, 2016. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So that, that okay. there was still a period. Okay. Because at this point, I had quit the paramedic school, mm-hmm. and I was just back to painting, mm-hmm. uh, trying to figure out what else I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? Um. Good, I guess. It took, I'm thinking about it now, I think it wasn't until 2013 that I decided to uh, go back to school for design, advertising and graphic design, um, which, which took me two years. Yeah, which you have always been artistic. Mm-hmm. You've always had an, an eye for um, design and, and yeah. art in general. Yeah, and I was and doodling and yeah, and during this time I had kind of remembered, um, as a younger kid, being fascinated with logos specifically. Yeah. Always wanting to. Oh, I love that. Get into that yeah. field. How yeah. do those? How are you? How do you create those? Right. The um, whole idea behind advertising has always fascinated me. Yeah. Even before Mad Men and all those shows. Right. Just the the concept of pitching and and getting. A client's wishes out to a campaign. Yeah. It's just always been super impressive. Yeah, trying to, 
Yeah, just between trying to make like a branding statement and creating a logo mark, you're trying to boil down the essence of a brand into a single image or statement. Right. And that's that's a problem to solve, and and it's very fascinating. Yeah. So we'll just go back and fill in the gap. 2012, I get married. I finished paramedic school. I got married, and then I was just kind of balls to the wall we i was working i just got hired on with the fire department mm-hmm. um, and so i was had a lot of time consumed between being a newlywed and being a new a rookie fireman yeah and so we just we kind of just drifted apart there for a while just out of i mean i don't i mean there wasn't strife or an incident it was just no just um time elsewhere yeah that's yeah. okay I think so. We had a split. Yeah. It was our dark period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then I would say within the last two years, like two years ago, we started uh, talking even more frequently. And you were in school the following year, 2013. Yeah, 13 through 2015. Um, I got a job after my first year in school. Um, I was hired with a, a marketing company here in town. Um, to learn and to do web design and development, which is not what I was going to school for. Um, so you came in, got hired to code, pretty much? Yeah, to kind of learn how to do it. Um, had you ever done it before? Had no. You, ever, you have never, you no, don't know how I to write no, code? I didn't know what HTML stood for. <laughs> I had absolutely no knowledge how that stuff worked. Um, so they took a pretty good chance. Yeah, they did. Um, paid off. It did pay off. Uh, Big I've time. Learned how to do it quite well, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy it. Uh, but it's interesting. I, I wasn't going to school for that, and I really didn't see myself doing web stuff long okay. term. I was thinking this is going to be my in into doing I design. See. Yeah. This is my stepping yeah. stone. Um, and now you're doing both. Now I do both. Yeah. Pretty fifty-fifty, or what do you? What do you? I would say I do more web stuff. Okay. Um, which I enjoy it uh, equally, if not more so. Wow. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And you've kind of made your way up the ranks and uh, kind of part owner in it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty well established. And what I think is really cool and pretty special is, you know, I've always kind of been in the uh, sales side. My dad's an entrepreneur. He's yeah. always had these different projects that he's been a part of enterprises and i've just gone out and sold them in my spare time that's right um and now we've kind of partnered up and i'm working with you guys uh doing some different account managing and yeah uh, making existing clients happy and yeah uh, trying to bring new clients so that's so we're we're slowly working towards our our, the dream of our youth yeah which which was just (laughs) Don't leave me. Yeah. <laughs> now you're dragging me along. Yeah. <laughs> my, how the tables have turned. Yeah. Well. Now you're my boss, pretty much. I'd like to look at it that way. Yeah, I know. I like how you said that. <laughs> <laughs> You've never it thought of it. It sounded good. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I won't be in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, we're going to have to replace you. <laughs> you fired. You fired. Fired. Um, but yeah, so now we've grown up. Thirteen years have gone by, and 
what I think has brought us to the podcast is we've yeah. both had this um, love of that that craft in whatever it may be, right? Yeah. Uh, our style sense and having a story behind, you know, why you bought those shoes or having a story behind what makes this uh, vineyard interesting, you know. Uh, right. And Which I think is really, it's story that we like. You're right. Why do you're people right. do these things? Yes. Why do people yeah. start these tiny little coffee roasting companies? That's right. Or, yeah, microbrewing. And, and, yeah. Yeah. I watched this YouTube video uh, from uh, Mr. Porter, mm-hmm. and which is a channel both you Yeah, and we I, both yeah, follow. Both yeah. love. Um, and it was this just this short little excerpt on this shoe shine mm. in London. Yeah. And it just just fascinated me this guy you know who would you would think it was just this menial task and he's just made a, a worldwide career out of it i mean he's now i don't i don't know if he was before the video but you know now all these people and he just the way he talks about it and the way he describes it and the way that he puts care into it it just it just yeah. blew me away and so i've just enjoyed finding like-minded people that just take something yeah. They want to know it to the nth degree. Very passionate about Passionate. It. Yeah. And they love the experience. There's a story behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've always loved the movies and TV shows and, and actors and comedy. And the story, again, is that's a right. really good way of describing it. It's just yeah. been uh, what we're after. Yeah. And so when my parents and I started this blog, uh, it was to chase that story. It was to chase that experience whether it was making fresh pasta at home or, you know, going and finding this, you know, hat maker or... Uh, right. Whatever or local it may be. tailor. Yeah, someone who's... Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Um, and I think Texas has so much of that. Yeah. Uh, there are so much more to do than just come down here and hunt and fish. And, and if that's right. your thing, then that's great. I There's no... Uh, condemnation you know if, if those are your yeah, hobbies exactly. you know i know a lot of guys that are duck hunters and you know enjoy and they spend thousands of dollars on their hobby right um, and so i just don't have those interests i didn't grow up around that you know right. hunting is just not a common thing to do mm-hmm. um but chasing and going and finding the next yeah experience i think is just so appealing to me yeah finding those uh finer things that you were accustomed to from your hometown right and then finding them in local places yeah little corners of texas yeah yeah Um, and so that's what i I want this to be that i want to you know let's go out and talk to these people i think we're gonna have some great guests oh Uh, yeah good equally as good as you but you know maybe maybe more interesting okay that's going to be hard. Right. Um, I'm up to the challenge. Well, good luck to you is all <laughs> I can say. Um, but, I, yeah, so we've kind of got these circles of not-so-typical people that also have a love of Texas, yeah. love living here. I don't want to go anywhere else. I think the conception is that I want to exploit what Texas has to offer outside of what is considered typical Texas. Yeah. Um, and so that's the... That's the hope. That's the purpose. We've got an Instagram page that mm-hmm. we're pretty active on um, to kind of 
snapshot some of those moments um, in the blog uh, where we're going to just write about and talk about different uh, yeah aspects just and sharing journeys. those experiences that yeah. you're trying to find yeah and yeah. then you're just going to get drugged along with me yeah that may be the theme yeah maybe your perspective is going to be native yeah from the town be a tourist again yeah tourist in my own state stopping ground yeah yeah so hmm. i appreciate your time yeah uh are you in does it sound interesting it does sound interesting although i don't think i the have a hesitancy choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you don't have a choice yeah uh, as i i never have had the choice um i appreciate you asking though it was a formality Right. It was going to happen regardless. Just a box you have to check. Yeah. Yeah. For legal so, reasons. Um, we're going to have my family on here uh, and yeah. and talk to my dad. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. My dad has an amazing story mm-hmm. from uh, born in France and ending up in East Texas. Yeah. And how he got from point A to point B is incredible. Um, my mom, who's one of my best friends and this mm-hmm. this amazing creative uh, woman, my sister is a phenomenal uh, business mind. She's very, mm. um, uh, she's excelled very quickly in what she's done. Yeah. And uh, so that's a very interesting concept. My wife, who is uh, uh, the, she's also from Texas. She's uh, from East Texas and was raised very typically Texas. Her brothers and yeah. and father hunt. Um, and fish and yeah, she's uh, country. The, she's the opposite of you. Yeah, and I think we complement each other very well. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so she's uh, kind of grounded me in this way that I just cannot live in this dream world. World, and uh, she's just made me realize that there's a lot of great things to do and experience just within the uh, four corners of our little world yeah um and then i think i've kind of i don't know lifted her yeah. broadened her horizon which i would say that's a good way to put it yeah um and so and i think that's common with most people that you've met oh wow yeah you've broadened yeah you speaking of myself particularly yeah um a lot of my appreciation was i would say kind of birth through our relationship yeah so well yeah again i think uh i don't know you're coming along one way or another yeah and so uh if you got anything out of it that was a bonus yeah but my i'm very like i think you've said previously once i latch on i'm 110 percent and right and so uh you know on paper it doesn't make sense that you and i are friends no, it uh, doesn't. But somehow, yeah, it just works. Yep. So, well, thanks for your time. Yeah. Same time, same place next week. That's right. And we will have a, a guest next yeah, week. Yeah, I think we're going to start with my dad. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and see what he has to say. So, I'm very excited. Yeah, that's that. going to be great. So, thanks yeah. a lot. Thanks for tuning in. Give us a review, comment. Follow us on Instagram. Joe has his own Instagram called Cup yep. of Joey. At Cup of Joey. Uh, and it's more uh, art and design and creative thought 
process. Yep. So if that's your cup of tea, hmm. then follow I cup see of what Joey you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks again. Have a great rest of your week. Yep. See y'all.